It's the pottiest. (laughs) It's the gastiest. (laughs) Welcome back. Hi, welcome back to the Help Me Gen Z podcast, Gen Z speaking. In this episode, we're going to tell you who our real core audience is, talk to you about some semi-current events while struggling through the multiple pee breaks that non-Gen Z took during the show. I hope you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I Hello. haven't seen you in so long. Well, that's not. <laughs> been gone for ages. Are you lying on the podcast? She has been gone. The- it's good to see you again. Thank you. You as well. <laughs> we have been doing, like, I mean, I guess it's mostly you, but like, we've twice been like, oh, we're traveling as an intro for the pod. We're just travelers on a dusty road. <laughs> what is that from? Just life. <laughs> from the Dusty Road that I'm on, actually? That's what's wrong. Have you seen all the dust on my pants? <laughs> I'm from the Dusty Road I'm traveling. <laughs> so I told you I need help. What do you need help with? <laughs> I need help understanding the world. Yeah. I'm here for my daily <laughs> dose of advice from you. Advice? I don't, I mean, unless you have a question, I don't have advice. I didn't prepare you advice. Well, first, do you have like a life update? Do you have anything you want to share? Well, for one of the first times ever, I kind of overcommitted myself because I am not one to overcommit. I am a one to two commitments kind of person, but I was trying to like, <gasps> oh, scary. It's getting very Edgar Allan Poe it's in so our area. the outside. The wind in the moors of England. Ugh. That won't be too bad for the mic, will it? The wind beats down. No, it'll be spooky. This is our Halloween episode. <laughs> we really like to pre-plan. Ah! Um, but yeah, I'm trying to have a job and do school and maybe have another job and then I was trying to volunteer. I might not be trying to volunteer <laughs> anymore. That would be reasonable. It would be, but I just feel bad. Like The problem was <laughs> that my January was too dull. I had nothing going Your on. Your love-uary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think love-uary was supposed to be February, though, which... Oh. I don't know the rule, actually. How? Was either of them full of love for either of us? No. <laughs> now, except for when it was. <laughs> Brag. No, no love-uary for me. Um, yeah, I didn't have a love-uary, but I was, like, so bored that I was like, I would like to volunteer in my life in some way, but... You know, if you picked a place to volunteer that's like kind of far away from your house, and these gas prices also, and you're also doing a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's blaming it on the gas, the rising gas price. Yeah, I'll actually put this on to Putin. Oh, I said, that... can we just blame Putin for all of our problems? Now? I mean, like, I some of it is his fault. <laughs> I can't, you know, put all the responsibility on him for my life choices, but <laughs> some stuff I really can't say. Yeah, anxiety, my anxiety rising. Yeah. The rising tide. The rising tide. Of the dust on my pants. Yeah, that's very Putin-induced. <laughs> Putin-induced dust. In, in, in poost, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. About that. 
Anyway. Cut, cut. Um, so I'm trying to like get my affairs in order in a lot of ways. As you know, writing your will. <laughs> not that. I mean, like, what would I even put in there? Uh, my three hundred dollars can go to whoever wants it. <laughs> I'm getting some money now. Sorry, you've written some diaries. You have a book collection. Yeah, I mean, all my books. Whoever wants them. <laughs> That's the theme. I remember when I was like a young teen, but also like a bit too old of a teen to be asking this. I wanted. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, this is the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. I played a lot of dress-up games on my computer and would screenshot my looks, and I was like, this is heat. But it would be like, not even like a look that you could wear, it would be like, I don't know, a period costume thing yeah. and I was playing. And I put them all in a folder, and I wanted, if I, in the event that I died, I wanted someone to print them all out. That's <laughs> my magnum opus. And if that had happened, that would have been so embarrassing <laughs> to have like you a binder been, full of... You would have been dead. You wouldn't have been embarrassed. I mean, it wouldn't have been embarrassing for me, but it would have been embarrassing to me <laughs> to have my loved ones be like, okay, this is what you left behind. <laughs> I mean, Screenshots. I I was embarrassed when we opened the eighth grade time capsule, and essentially the only thing I put in was Hangman's Curse. <laughs> How old were you when you opened that? Like what like year? Twelfth grade, like okay. seventeen or eighteen. And I was like, wow, there's that book I read. <laughs> it wasn't like any fond memories. It was like obsessive eighth grader. Well, it's hard when you're in like that age to like actually evaluate what is important in a real way to you because like things are important but like you don't know that they will like definitely not last yeah it was a silly time i think in ways like all of us sisters were kind of creative but you had like actually more artistic Mm -hmm. talent so it kind of like translated a bit better i did win that contest that art (laughs) contest in preschool so Hmm. and i did win that contest oh my gosh what did we win like a full dinner to what's Something. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst painting of all time. Like, Kristen's done a lot of good paintings. This was not this one, one of them. sucked. It was like a car with, like, really awkward perspective. It was terrible. But probably for your age group, it was, like, kind of good. Well, I think there was only, like, there were only, like, four people who entered or something. That's the magic of that's like, like, you have to find a niche where like no one else is trying to compete with you. It was like four people entered and fourth place was a all expense paid dinner at this one. You got fourth place? I think I got fourth place. I thought you got better than that, but might have been third. But there was like no one who entered, and right. the first place was so good. But I was like fourth place, and we get dinner. I'm like great. It was a very quirky dinner, though very it felt quirky. to me. Or like the maybe the award ceremony. The award ceremony. It was in like yeah. a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was definitely not my best work. Yeah. My best work is yet to come, actually. <laughs> Probably. But I mean you did that when fruit, like was it pastel? You drew fruit or something that was in like grandma's room for a while. Oh, where'd and that it, go? That's my magnum opus. Probably like yeah, Ruth or Grandma might still have magnum opus. I think that's oil pastels. Yeah, it was it was really good. And like when would you have done the other painting that you won the award for? Like seventh grade, (laughs) maybe fifth grade, but it was around that time. Yeah, it it sucked. It was so bad. Like Like, the difference between these two. I mean, you know, we're doing a podcast. I can't really illustrate to you, but like. The fruit looked really good, and it looked the like car something. Looks it looked terrible. like a still life you'd see in a in like a, a museum, honestly, a museum like a drama. Like oh, we learned we're yeah, learning dark about background, dark nice background. light on the fruit. Like 
The other one was very amateur. I think the other one was like draw America. And I was like, what? So I think I tried to actually, I think I tried to draw someone mowing their lawn (laughs) and a car driving by. I mean, that's America. That's more. That is America. But it was maybe, is this actually my greatest work ever? (laughs) She really, but it's like a mess and it's like warped. (laughs) Yeah. And the colors are kind of off. And Which like, maybe yeah. belies some phoniness. And you're wow. disoriented. <laughs> and, whoa, I was prescient. <laughs> she was prescient. Anyway, so I don't know where that picture is, but now it's worth $2 million. Do you have a life update that you wanted to share? I didn't want to just have mine and then cut it off. Well, I don't mean to brag, as oh. you will likely say that I am, but I have connected with some old friends recently, and I always find that to be rewarding. Mm-hmm. I have a pregnant friend. A friend that is with child, and she's a great friend, Mm. and I'm very excited for her, and so that's actually been a big thing in my Canada friend group. And that child is our only audience. We're actually making this for you, child. Hey. 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 (laughs) Hey. You've yet to be born, and yet the content's ready (laughs) for your... Yeah, absorption. we've been stockpiling it so that you have lots of to listen to. We've all been confused in our lives from birth, mm-hmm. but we actually figured we could prevent that. If yeah. we-, <laughs> we will help produce the one individual that's not been confused. So uh, you can thank us now. Through Patreon. What you- <laughs> <laughs> this baby should give... <laughs> Please Patreon donate a newborn. Oh my gosh. Please donate the placenta to the Patreon. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh, just kidding. Um, we know you have nothing to give, but when you do have something to give, we're actually just going to feature you <laughs> as a guest. That's all we ask. Be a guest, please. Also, um, this is just a general piece of, to- piece of advice. Talking to babies is really important for their development. And if you just like talk, talk, talk to them, it's way better for them learning mm. words as a person. Wow, where do you, how do you know all I think this? I read that in Reader's Digest, which I read a lot of as a youngish person. <sighs> That's another. But yeah. Yeah. That's very odd. But, like, if you just, like, say, like, you don't have to, you know, be, like, reading Shakespeare. But if you just, like, say, like, oh, like, let's get your pajamas on. Mm. Like, oh, like, we're going to the store. Oh, they're, like, oriented. It's, like, very, it's very information. It's, like, a guided tour of life. Well, (laughs) I'm not trying to imply that you need to do it like that. But, like, you don't have to say anything. I'd like to know what I'm doing in life. I'd like someone to tell me. Yeah, well, that's also part of uh, the Montessori parenting technique. Oh. like, I think you have to be, like... All right, we're gonna like get your pajamas on. Like now, we're gonna eat some dinner, and like you, it's kind of like, I know it feels very like hippie-ish vibes, and well, but I mean, I think they've got love in their hearts, right? Parenting approaches are kind of complicated anyway, and and no matter what, people are gonna ridicule you. It it seems like yeah, people love to mom shame. We'll talk about that forever, but you know. Yeah, it's not every day you get to talk to a person that doesn't exist completely yet. Hmm. So kind of exciting. Yeah. Sarah, I need to take a bathroom break personally. Okay. Personally? <laughs> okay. Personally, I'm going to do this. But while I'm gone, maybe prepare just a short word for the sunburn child. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Kristen is in the bathroom now, so I don't want to you know, speak too much in her absence. Um, I will think of a word for the unborn child. I mean, it's hard to talk to them because you don't know what demographic you're dealing with in terms of interest level. Um, But I just want to say that it is fun to do this podcast. It's always kind of weird to start it up, but I think it's, you know, important to get 
get ready to go. Um, well, we were talking about this, you know, this is a Gen Z millennial hybrid podcast, but the our audience, the child, <laughs> is it's for the child, <laughs> is I believe Generation Alpha. Alpha. Which, as I said to you a few days ago, whoever named Gen X was not really <laughs> thinking in the future. <laughs> I wonder, was it like a variable kind of sort of thing? What would the variable? How do you well, use the variable? Well, that's the thing. Like, maybe they didn't know, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, we'll just see." Like a placeholder, placeholder, but then they never filled the place. Mm-hmm. A lost generation. Yeah. Well, I guess. I guess millennials maybe were supposed to be Gen Y. And then they got a better name. I don't know if Gen Z will be able to get a better name because I think we really cemented ourselves but with the Z. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, the Z is cool. Um, but yeah, little Gen Alpha person. I hope they changed the name of your generation because <laughs> Alpha has some strange connotations. Mm-hmm. But Alpha male. Yeah, and it is a male. Alpha dog, which I heard is a fiction recently. Yeah, did I think that? believe that? No, I saw it on TikTok. Are we learning everything from TikTok now? I learned a lot from TikTok, but also I was talking with someone this week about video essays, and I realized I've watched so many video essays to the point where I can't even absorb most of the content because it's just too much. I'm sure you're absorbing some of it. I'm getting, uh, you know, kind of jack of all trades in it where I'm like picking up pieces. I need to talk to this baby. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Talk to the baby. I know that most of this won't be relevant by the time that you can maybe comprehend it, but Aww. also this is a nice little archival time capsule of a time from, you know, people who do care about your development as a human, and maybe you will like to listen to this. Kristen. And I'm not going to cry. <laughs> it's an emotional podcast. <laughs> it's actually the emotion cast. But yeah, <laughs> we hope you enjoy in whatever way you can as a wee babe or pre-babe if you will and then in your life maybe you'll come back and you'll hear this little message and we wish you the best which is what Kristen said to a McDonald's worker the other day (laughs) (laughs) rude no it was very nice of her it was nice it was nice we all know that you know this person (sighs) talked Listen, people talk to me. People, people talk, talk to Kristen. People, no one talks to me and I don't want them to, but people talk to Kristen a lot. People just tell me what's going on. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't doubt it. And to be honest, I like it. And that's I don't maybe, doubt it. <laughs> maybe that's why it happens. I try and think if it's causal or correlated. Mm. Um, I don't... It Does my face look a certain way and so people talk to me? Or am I just the sort of person that... I don't know. Well, it's curious because, like, it happens while you're also masked in public. It's true. Which I'm like, yeah, is it... Does she just have the kindest eyes possible? Or is there, like, other elements to your whole look? Like, the thing is, not everyone... Yeah, not everyone wants to be talked to. And I do want to be talked to. I want to talk yeah. to every stranger. Do I want to fall in love with all of them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help. I fell in love with that guy at the coffee shop. I couldn't when we and he handed me my coffee. It was like her free coffee that he gave her. Yeah. But anyway, but it's I. I'm like I don't know why it happens, but I am grateful. That's my thing. I'm grateful for today. Anyway, this woman at McDonald's, which I do get stressed out actually in drive-throughs, but that's yeah. Topic. I did not know that. And I don't even know if I knew it. To McDonald's. Yeah, there was this woman there, and we pull up. She was in the pay window. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm ready to go home, says this to me. Maybe not quite like that. She wasn't, like, yeah, so mean-seeming. It wasn't mean. It was, like... It was frank. It was frank. She's, like, nodding her head. You know how people, like, shaking their head? Mm -hmm. She's shaking her head back and forth. She goes, I'm ready to go home. Mm -hmm. More like that. Right. 
And I'm like, oh, and I, I do kind of get in this like, oh gosh, you know, I, <laughs> I'm gonna talk back. Right. So I'm like, oh, are you going home soon? <laughs> Which She's, is a tricky question. Yeah, just what came to mind. Yeah. And she goes, no, not till 11 p.m. Which it's a long time. So <laughs> left in your yeah, ship. woof. Yeah, if you're ready to go home at four and, and you get off at 11, yeah, that's a yikes, a Rooney moment. Right. So. I said, we wish you the best, <laughs> because that's all I had to give her. And again, kind of a, a teeter-totter risky thing to say, because it could seem like, oh, this person is like not connected to my struggle. Mm-hmm. But she very sincerely was like, oh, thank you. Like She was, and I am Still, um, you know, tired feeling, but she, you know, it didn't seem like she was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was meant, I meant it genuinely so yeah probably she sensed that as well anyway did you have any more words for the baby right now no i was gonna end with we wish you the best and then i got (laughs) sidetracked on whatever i was saying um i'm gonna say something to the baby because oh gosh i'm gonna cry (laughs) i can't help sometimes things really like get to me like i can't help it they're like directly attached to like a like heart emotion string Mm. and i'm not a big i'm not a big i don't think i cry that much but there are some things where it's almost like, I can't help it. It's almost... Yeah. Weird. So anyway. There is a string under my ribs connected to you, knotting our frames. That's from the Jane Eyre musical. And you can cut that out. Which you musical? The Jane Eyre musical that we did in high school. Which is good, question mark. Also, too many tangents. But I was thinking about, speaking of the baby. The baby. I don't know if we can put this out. I really want to share this. But we were chopping... For cards for the baby slash the mother the mother in target um but it was us and our dad chopping for cards for a baby <laughs> and also our dad is very funny about babies and he kept being like he was funny picking like the cutest card you could find and being like that can't be beat <laughs> yeah he <laughs> loves can't be beat. well our dad is like a spokesperson for papyrus cards oh my gosh if he if they let him in their commercials selling out tomorrow <laughs> he's like so there was this one papyrus card that I did not get because mm-hmm. the thing is I love a card that ties to an inside joke or mm-hmm. something you have, you know, in the past that makes it very heartfelt. Ooh, spooky. Um, but there was this cute papyrus card with this tiny shirt <laughs> on a tiny hanger. Yeah. And my dad is like, this can't be beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was cute and I thought about getting it, but I just found something better but it's hard to say no when dad's kind of stoked about one of those yeah little cards you're like wow yeah he'd be a great marketer for papyrus so. yeah <laughs> shockingly do you have some oh sorry because i'll let you talk about talk to the baby if you yeah. want to okay can you let me talk to the baby for a second <sighs> what i have to say to the baby is life is really weird mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you're first born you're like oh my gosh What's going on? <laughs> and then Christians are first born by twenty minutes. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Hey, <laughs> no, you're like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I just remember—I mean, I remember memories as a kid of being so confused, with being like, "One day I'll be an adult, and I'll get it." Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing: I want this baby to know mm-hmm. that's a lie. <laughs> you don't get it when you're an adult. You are actually still confused, but mm-hmm. if you can let yourself see that even in the confusion, life is beautiful mm-hmm. and has a lot to offer, and that maybe all the little things, even the hard things, are a gift, 
then you can be grateful even in those hard things. Wow. That's really nice. I can't wait to hold this baby. Aww. I'm gonna get him tiny crazy shirts <laughs> and tiny socks. It's, the other quote I heard that is, "You never know what it's like to be a child until you've been a parent." Hmm. And I actually can, I can get a little, I can get a hint of that because there's almost something. I mean, I see babies now. I'm like, what is going on with you? <laughs> You're just seeing things in such an honest way. Mm. Like we talked about this in improv. Babies are the best improvisers, you know, like mm. kids are. Because they almost don't have this filter of self-consciousness. Right. And I'm like, man, imagine. You just kind of get to improv and figure out stuff. And mm. yeah, so exciting, really. So Yeah. I was watching this mom talk about like her son and she's like watching him like learn things and like discover things about the world it's like she's like i'm not so cool yeah and that is also like wow like yeah to like see someone yeah learn the things that like you already learned you can't remember learning is like oh wow well i think that's that's the thing right of being like it brings you to be a child again because it's mm-hmm. not it's not like because the first time you went through it you didn't know what it what it you didn't know enough about you were just trying to learn right. but when you already know and you're like seeing that again you're like wow like it kind of kind of brings the it brings the wonder back in yeah but yeah man the miracle of life yeah it's weird not just a video for seventh grade not just, oh i never got to see that you didn't see that we is watched that, it twice is that where they give birth yeah i Never got to see a birth. You never see that? I never took anatomy. I was like, Hmm. man, I don't know about anything. I had to learn that everyone has a colon (laughs) in college. college. I thought thought only men had colons. Whoa. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff I did not know. And my nursing roommates, uh, they responded the way you just did. I mean, it is just a bit shocking. I Well... No one told me. Right. I mean, you got a colon. You got got a colon. Everybody's got a colon. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, we have like puberty education in like fifth grade. That's all we got. We didn't have like sex education at all. I I remember there was some girl in our class who was like, "How does the sperm get to the egg?" And the person teaching was like, "I am not talking about that." Oh my god. (laughs) Like that in that tone, they were like, "We're not talking about like." Knowing that everyone already knew, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, all right, <laughs> I'll never know now." <laughs> this is like, Sarah, pre-internet times, right. right? Like that was me as a child. There wasn't a way to find out. Mm-hmm. There was no way. No way. I was just, I was just like, "All right, maybe I'll find a book someday." Well, that was. I was gonna say this. Um, <laughs> Kristen gave me these. I think they're like Christian books. They're about like puberty and stuff. Like I gave them to you. Yeah, which, like, is kind of goofy, but also, like, I think, I mean, I haven't, like, looked at them so recently, but I think for, like, Christian-produced, like, puberty media, they were, like, really good and, like, actually very informative in ways that was, like, yeah, comprehensible. It was, like, levels, right? Like Yeah, levels. I think you only gave me, like, the third and fourth ones, because I was, like, old yeah. enough to read at that level, but I was, like, I don't know okay. how we got those, because I, yeah. I remember reading them in the closet, <laughs> and I was, like, what's going on? <laughs> what is it's someone tell me yeah 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 but i mean thank you for <laughs> providing me with literature glad to be of service and yeah baby sorry we talked about puberty 
not be a child right now. Don't focus right. on it. Skip, skip, skip ahead a few <laughs> minutes. Hey, hey, we're sorry. <laughs> oh, this poor baby's already burdened with hormones. <laughs> hormones? Um, yeah. I mean, I think it'd be fine. Man, I love having our defined audience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one kid. It's you, kid. Hey, kid. This is for you. Yeah. Um, I was going to say other things I think about. Oh, yeah, but we watched the Miracle of Life video and, like, oh. iconically, <laughs> what I remember about that video is, like, well, first there's, like, this, like, animated, like, dance sequence that's supposed to, like, represent sex. Um, and <laughs> Wait, also. Not sex? <laughs> and also, the woman giving birth, full bush. <laughs> I don't know if you want to keep that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for. I, well, for people in high school, in my high school, our high school, who uh-huh. didn't have sex ed at all. <laughs> well, like me. To, it's me. Yeah. To be confronted with, like, this, just on a random day in your science class, it's kind of a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, you know, people, like, I guess the girls in the class will, like, you know, get get it, but it also is, like, <laughs> kind of harrowing <laughs> to watch someone give birth. Put the hair in harrowing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was that's a nice very setup. funny. <laughs> Thank you, um, all right, what have you got for me today? Um, well, I did want to talk about Kanye West, if that's okay with you. I maybe, but I feel like listen. You can talk about anything really, but that's just what did I. Did you have other materials prepared? No, only Kanye. Well, what else was I supposed to talk, prepare? You said you were taking all these notes. Yeah. I wanted to talk a few local celebrity things. Local celebrity. I mean, mean, recent celebrity. Well, that is recent. I always get proximity and time confused. Wow. Um, What a way to think about the world. (laughs) Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? Well, I I did tell you that on my trip, I realized the lack of Gen Z knowledge that you have that you share with me. The 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 world's lack of Gen Z knowledge. Yes. Whereas I have the knowledge, not the lack of my knowledge. Oh, yeah. Keep that straight. Um, yeah, that I was talking to all my friends who are actually, they kind of split the difference of our age a little hmm. bit. But no one knows what you know. Um, yeah, that's true. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I am pretty absorbed into internet culture in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Not in all the ways, because some things I like, I see it and I'm like, I don't care about that. I will miss it if I can. Like the Ratatouille musical? You heard about this? No. I really said I'm not going to even engage with any of this. And what? then I didn't. What is this a big thing? It was you like maybe a, a year plus ago. Like oh, people wow. on TikTok. It's like a Disney plus year ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, coming back to this, uh-huh. put, a, put a pin in Disney plus. Um, people just like did like a, a, you know, kind of not crowdsourced, but they just wrote a musical about Ratatouille and like performed it sort of on TikTok or on like a... On TikTok? I think so, or maybe on, like, a different platform. Um, It was just goofy, but I was like, I am just not really absorbed into this. So I didn't, and I don't know. The ripple effect of that seems to be mm, not at this point. (laughs) Maybe I just am still not into it, but, you know, it doesn't seem to have the staying power of some other things. Um, But, yeah, I'm on TikTok a lot. Well, the fact that I've not heard of this Ratatouille thing... I think it's like normal to not have heard of that if you're like a little bit older than me. It hey, seems like it's me. seems like a teenager's game. Yeah, um, we both watch a lot of TikTok, but we're in very different spheres of TikTok. Even. Mine's getting worse by the day. <laughs> Mine's extremely productivity oriented now. 
Yeah, I'm not about that. It's like um, both anti-hustle culture and anti-capitalism and like love your life and seize the day. Yeah. I don't know how it walks that line. I like to laugh and know about social issues. I, I realized I put a pin in Disney Plus, which this 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 kind of will not matter to anyone. So focusing on that part of my statement. But okay. the content on Disney Plus, I'm very confused by what's going on because... There's this new <laughs> rom-com about cannibalism. It's a rom-com? Yeah, fresh. Was, I thought it was just like horror movie. I think it's supposed to be like, well, like the slogan that they've been using is meat cute. Oh. Meat like. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Listen, I'm cool. So I don't know if it's like, you know, quite like a 27 Dresses rom-com, aka my favorite rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not good, question mark, but James Marsden is in it and I think he is. Where'd he go? I don't know. I think he's doing something kind of recently, but I can't quite recall. But please give him work. He is charming. 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 For real. Um, <laughs> so what's Hugh Dancy about to be in? Hugh Dancy is also charming. I literally can't picture this man. Um, Ella Enchanted? <sighs> it's just rust, no. rusted brain. Yeah. Um, he's not show Hannibal? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. Um, but the content on Disney Plus, I thought it was supposed to be, like, all family-friendly, but now it's not, I guess, which is fine, but it's, like... Misleading a little bit. Well, I feel like people probably do just, like, kind of allow their kids to go on Disney Plus, and I'm like, maybe they're seeing... I'm sure there's, like, a bunch of safeguards. Maybe they're seeing people eating other people. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, I don't know what's in that movie, actually. I want (laughs) to do a (laughs) shout-out. Oh, my. A shout-out in the way that it does not matter at all, because she'll never hear this, but, like... I told this to you. Dua Lipa, who was no prolifically not a dancer, not really a performer. Yeah. She's on tour now, and, like, a lot of people are still kind of hating, and it seems, like, more, like, residual than, like, actually watching the videos mm-hmm. and being like, this is what I'm seeing. She has, like, demonstrably increased her performance ability mm-hmm. and can, like, dance now and is, like, in many ways, like, seemingly putting on a show for the crowd, which is what we, all we can ask for, really, is someone who's, yeah. like, yeah, delivering on that front so thank you Dua Lipa I do like your music <laughs> I have heard that Casey Musgraves is maybe not performing but also you know not quite confirmed and there's wow. not been much buzz about this the shade that will be thrown here sorry I mean <laughs> I love Casey Musgraves I really do um but I see no one's a- safe Except the baby. Well, we want the baby to see good concerts, so we're gonna make sure that everyone is up Actually, to snuff. Actually, all of it is for the sake of the baby. Right. Anything I'm saying, it all comes back to this guy. It all coming back to the baby. <laughs> um, I also saw TikTok. Oh my gosh, either today or yesterday about like the highest grossing touring female artists. H G T F A. Would you like to venture a guess of maybe the top? Two or three. Highest earning? Yes. Of all time or now? Of all time. I mean, you know. Celine Dion for sure. Number two. She is. Britney. She was maybe like, yeah, four or five, I want to say. This is tricky. Number one. I almost want to say like Mariah Carey or something. I don't think she was on the list, actually. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't Mm. really recall her. I'm trying to think who else. Now I'm like, what is the order? I'm trying to remember. Beyonce, number one. Yeah. Uh, Not number one. What? She might have been like three or four, I want to say. What? I want to say in the top five. My not whole number one. world. I was like, I wow, what? Not number one. 
Dolly Parton? No. What? I just someone who's been around for a while. Um, Madonna. Yeah, she's number she's one. number one. Yeah, I think oh. like we do forget like how big Madonna was in mm. the eighties. Um, Have you seen her new pictures? You see her? No. New... She had plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's had it. I, right. We all know that. Right. The pictures she posted, and we know pictures aren't the full story. She looks twenty. Oh my gosh! Can I look this up? Yeah. It's on her Insta. Plastic surgery also. We could talk about that for... Oh, let's do it. Because uh, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We have had plastic surgery. Just kidding. We have not had plastic surgery. That's why we look so good. I, I was going to be honest and say I'm loath to talk about Kanye. Oh. Because I'm scared. Because Kanye... I I don't want to view Kanye negatively yet. I'm, I don't know if I'm prepared. Yeah, I understand. I did you see the pictures? Yeah, she's so smooth. So smooth. I don't like the any of her current look is supposed to look kind of like off futuristically because it seems like some of that branding is happening. But I don't want to. I don't want to say that because I don't want to be like off oh. futuristically. Purposefully, like kind of uncanny valley in a futuristic. People way. are doing that on purpose. I don't know if she's just doing that for like this. Are others doing that? Um, I mean, I don't think so. Maybe, like... Can you explain to the baby what Uncanny Valley is? <laughs> I mean, hopefully someone will hold him by now. This poor baby. But it's kind of like, um... What are the axes here? It's, like... Close to humanness. And, like, aliveness. Aliveness and resembling a human, I believe, are the two axes. Well, I thought it was realistic. And... I hate defining things. I'm so bad at it. Um, Let's get a definition from the internet. Okay, so it's familiarity Uh, and human likeness. Okay. So there's like a big dip in like... um, When it gets less... It's basically just when something is human-like, but... Uh, but not realistic enough to be actually a human. Yeah. But not <clears throat> fictional enough to look like a cartoon. Or, right. So it actually, it's too close to being human, but too far from being a caricature yeah. or a character or whatever. Like and, the people in Monster House. Yeah. They would be in there. Gosh. But the people in like Up are enough of They're, a cartoon. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Like once it's a cartoon... It's like, you're like, oh, this is so cute and charming. Yeah. But if it's, like, too similar, it's creepy. It gets creepy, like, right. a lot. So there's why, that's why there's certain, like, horror genres where mm-hmm. it, kind of, it kind of is, like, like a doll. Like, yeah. those dolls that look really realistic, but, right. like, aren't quite human or think Like, that's mm-hmm. why they're kind of creepy. There's certain things where, like, and, like, CGI things sometimes can get you. Yeah. <gasps> I remember seeing this in, it was one of the... St- like Scrooge movies. Mm. Oh yeah, the one with Jim Carrey playing all the parts. Mm, maybe, even maybe, but the, whatever the Ghost of Christmas Past was mm. was actually what was scary. Or mm. yeah, 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 past and was like yeah, the little angel person, and they were kind of CGI'd, and I was like, oh, I can't look at it. Turn it off. Yeah, some of the era of like the motion capture suit animation, which is, is still happening, but in different ways, like. That, like, Polar Express kind of zone yes, of things. Totally. It's not good. No, that was... Oh, I got spooked by that for sure. 
Ooh. Anyway, yeah. Uncanny Valley, uh, all that to say. <laughs> to go nowhere with that, actually. Well, but we... I think maybe... I have, oh, you know, Madonna. Maybe Madonna is, like, playing into this, like, unnatural look because of, I don't know, whatever, like, new era she's in. Well, we were talking about how... Because we were talking about how we were going to talk about Kanye. Yeah, but you just seem to not want to, which is fine. Well, I'm scared. <laughs> like, we don't have to. That's fine. Do you need to tell me what's going on? I think you might need to tell me. I mean, I do have notes. <laughs> <laughs> Read the notes. I just don't know if I can react. Are we recording? It's just a hard blow. Yes. Yeah. And I understand, like... It is hard when you have, like, an actual connection with someone. I just have fond memories. Like, we were driving back from the beach, like, me and my friends listening to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy in, like, back in the day. Yeah. Well, this is also, I mean, to connect it back to the title, a millennial versus a Gen Z perspective on Ugh. Kanye, I think, like, I mean, I'm also just, like, not really a Kanye fan. I just, like, hadn't really gotten into him at any point. And I'm sure many Gen Z people are into him, but I just, like, wasn't on that train. But Christian... And I I mean, I can acknowledge that Kanye has been very important to music and is a great musician, great artist. I mean, all that to say, I... I don't know. I have... Like, I've definitely listened to... Kanye was my top five on Spotify. Uh, Yeah. Various years, so... That's my bona fides. Those are her bona fides. And yeah, I think especially in this case, I'm not really like demonizing people who like Kanye. I don't even really want to like... Don't yeah. demonize me! I want to demonize... Well, I don't want to demonize Kanye. I want to acknowledge well, that some bad stuff's going on. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I definitely am like aware of that to some extent. Oh, man, mm-hmm. I've got a lot of Kanye memories. We yeah. also even listen to the the one like uh, Jesus album. Mm-hmm. Claire and I did on the way to the airport one time, mm. very early in the morning, the wee hours of the morning. So, you know, yeah, you my Chick Fil A. That's uh, yeah. Anyway, you don't even know. There's so many Kanye references. I remember listening to my friend Nick in Ecuador, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's kind of like all these memories, and then it's like even like my favorite music video, which we all have a favorite music video, mm-hmm. is Friends. By Francis and the Lights, featuring Justin Vernon, featuring Kanye, hmm. and it's a single shot music video where they're this in this like weird studio space. I just watched this last week. Christian loves to watch music videos of men circumnavigating <laughs> a box. Of <laughs> they can be inside, they can be on top. But Kanye's. Do you like the Hot Wind Bling video? Uh, I have seen it. I mean, I, iconic vibes to that one. I was going to say, pretty sure I liked it, but I haven't watched it in, like, years. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it needs a rewatch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to Drake. But... Slam. Slam. Um, yeah, I... But, yeah, Francis is dancing around. Mm-hmm. You got Justin Vernon dancing around. He's a goofy guy. Mm-hmm. Such a... Such a goof. Oh, my gosh. And yet so attractive. But Kanye is in the in it, too. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. And Justin Vernon recently is like, yeah, we're not really hanging out hmm. anymore. And they used to collab. That is also a, a sad part of this is, like, you know, legitimate friendships and relationships with Kanye's are suffering. Well, like, what's happening with Chance? What's happening? Give me the scoop. Just give me the load. I don't need Chance notes. Um. Okay, so first of all. Oh, she's got real notes. Um... <laughs> These are basically all from the video by Grayson's Project on YouTube. Thank you to Grayson. Shout she she out made a great um, 
recap video a few weeks ago. So there is like a couple of new things that have been said and done. But this is where I'm getting a lot of info you from. Take me to the light. Okay. Every time. So, uh, I mean, the timeline is kind of a lot to run down, but just you know, Kim and Kanye filed for divorce about a year ago. Okay. Um, potentially because of him like saying things about Kim and her like propriety or her like you know image as kind of like a sex symbol that were like hurtful to Kim. Kind of unsubstantiated, but this is what I was hearing a bit of. Um, yeah. Over the past year, he's been saying that he really wants. Kim back, that's been very public, him, like, you know, trying to... I want you back. But also dating other people, which is kind of odd yeah, <laughs> to me. Yeah, he was dating someone. Yeah, which is... He'll be part of it. Um, okay. But also, like, a couple days or weeks ago, he was with, like, essentially, like, a Kim lookalike on, like, a date. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. Um, uh-uh. Also, Kanye um, does have bipolar disorder. Um, like, which that's is, confirmed? Yeah, like, he has said that. Like, this is not, like... Me being like, yeah, I know things. But that's just like, it's part of it. Like, you know, the accesses here that I thought were relevant to us were like, yeah, mental health, feminism. Okay. Some of these right. social things All I think right. we can like, bring it back to. You um, know, I love mental health. Yeah. Love having it. Um, love seeking. <laughs> he yes. um, potentially, allegedly bought a house across the street from Kim recently. Yes. Um, and recently the thing has been like him posting stuff about their relationship and... Yes. Um, it started with <laughs> Kim and North joint TikTok, uh, okay, where North yeah. posts videos that like Kim monitors, but Kanye asking his fans like what he should do in this situation because he doesn't want North to be on TikTok. Yeah, which is like I get it. Like you wouldn't want your daughter to yeah. be on TikTok if you're both famous. But Kim was like, I think <laughs> it's more damaging for you to kind of attack me on the internet than it is for North to have a TikTok account, which oh. makes sense to me. Um, but that's kind of like the most like reasonable sort of thing that's happened recently um there was sort of like some back and forth about like him going to their daughter chicago's birthday party he seemed to be not allowed to go to that for whatever reason i mean like a lot's going on so i get why kim would maybe not want that to be happening um he also said that kim accused him of putting out a hit on her kim hasn't responded to that that seems kind of far-fetched um the billy eilish situation yeah so she i heard a little bit about that she apparently said something bad about travis scott but she didn't know she didn't she was just like at her concert she was like i take care of my fans because someone was having like a problem in the audience and she stopped Uh... she did not mention travis scott but kanye interpreted that or like someone maybe did extrapolated as her commenting on the astro world situation and he Said that he would pull out of Coachella if unless Billy apologized or if she pulled is out. Is he still slated to be at Coachella? I don't know. That's, I, I think heard that's pretty he up was. There. Probably. Awesome. I mean, like, hopefully that can get resolved. But I don't know. Like, yikes, Rooney. Yeah, and then I think right in that time frame was when he said that Kid Cudi could not be on his album Donda Two because Kid Cudi is friends with Pete Davidson, oh. who's dating Kim. And this was like a kind of like a long-standing professional and relationship. Confirmed dating. Yes, this was confirmed. Which that's kind of, that is actually crazy to me. It is weird. Like, I mean, the joke is like, how is Pete Davidson doing this? And like, we get, we like the funny guy, we like the guy who's kind of like I mean, a Dana, project. But Ariana like, Grande was also already pretty big. Yeah, well, he like, he keeps swinging and hitting. <laughs> like, he's kind of like the poster child for manifesting. <laughs> like, he wow. will date the, just the hottest women on earth. How can we manifest? Yeah, I mean, like, I would love to manifest even, like, a Pete Davidson <laughs> level. 
Maybe not him specifically, but... <laughs> Listen, this goes out to my... Uh, all the people who've ever... I just, you know... That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm going to send this out to Andrew Garfield if you're listening. <laughs> wow. All right. Specifics. Well, at first we're for the fences. I'm waiting for the fences. Um, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Um, so after the, the Kid Cudi stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, the Kid Cudi was very mad at Kanye for posting this and called him a dinosaur. <laughs> Whoa. The worst insult of all. I mean, kind of harsh. Um, but you feel bad for him also because, like, you know, this was... Like a friendship, a work relationship that had been going on for a while. People were very upset at him for taking this action against Kid Cudi. Uh, have was... you seen the Civil War post? What? No. Someone had photoshopped, like, the Captain America Civil War poster with, like, Kim and Kanye, like, and P. Davidson and Taylor Swift. It was a lot of people. I just... And the sides were not split in a way that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but just, like, a bunch of posts referring to P. Davidson as skeet. And expressing his... What does Skeet even mean? Well, it's just like a nickname for Pete that is... Oh. You know. Like not Street positive. Rat? No. <laughs> street Rat? I, I don't, don't buy that. <laughs> um, a lot of just like general kind of like Is it like, oh, pose. Skeet, Skeet, No. <laughs> just like calling him Skeet to like belittle him. I'm just kidding. Don't I'm... get off track. <laughs> but then... Um, and yeah, a lot of these were happening on the Super Bowl day, and he was like bigger than the Super Bowl in, in the online conversation yeah, that day. That's crazy. Um, but then, like a weekish ago, he released the Easy Music video where he like kidnaps and buries a model of Pete Davidson. But this was eclipsed by the invasion of Ukraine, so it was not as much of a powerhouse moment for him. Um, so less related to this is that he's releasing his, yeah, Donda 2, the album, but only on his, like, speaker device that he sells for $200. That is complicado. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot going on. I think that's most of what I could gather. Not a conjecture. Um, but it is kind of like this, maybe, like, less active, but, like, kind of stalking of Kim Kardashian and, like, the refusal to leave her alone or to respect her privacy. Do you think it's legit or it's just for the crowds and the views? So we were talking about this, me and Kristen, um, a while ago. We were? Just a little bit about, like, yeah, is this just, like, um, a gimmick, like, an act for publicity, for whatever? Yeah. And I guess that's possible, but I also think, like, at the level that it is it is still a sign of, like, some kind of, yeah, not great mental state, rhyme, um, that, like, if you're, like, yeah, kind of going after the mother of your children and, like, your family life that much, like, even if you're doing it for publicity, I think it does communicate to me that, like, something is maybe, like, not correct in your mental position. Yeah. It's just funny, though. I mean, I'm I'm not arguing with you as much as, like... You are. I am like, what, is there anything that's presented to the lay person that's even real? Like, how can you even Mm. know? And then, you know what I mean? Like, or is it all just a fabrication to create hype or whatever? And that's Are you thinking about this, like, Kim and Kanye are both doing this or just Kanye is doing this? Or like, what do you, what do you mean by that? I mean, I'm almost, well, I'm almost like, how can you... I just don't know if... Well, this may be... It's, like, too many levels removed. 
How can you trust anything coming out from anyone who's a celebrity? You know what yeah. I mean? But that's almost like, it just seems like so hyped up. Like if it was trending more than the Super Bowl, you know, but I'm like, also just as with rumors, they always start in some element of truth. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it is really big, but we're talking about like, yeah, two of the biggest celebrities that there are. <laughs> Yeah, but like... Um, plus a few more minor characters that are also pretty large to various degrees. Yeah, I just don't know. It's like... I guess this is the thing. So let's go back to some, a topic we've touched on before. Mm-hmm. Parasocial relationship. Should you have them? Can you help it? It's hard to know. Nobody really intends to, but then all of a sudden you're extremely loyal. <laughs> And yeah. betrayed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm kind of like, this is a very common thing mm-hmm. in our society to kind of have your allegiance to who and so and whatsoever, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whomever. And why, you know, why is that so alluring? Why do we take personal offense when someone we have kind of gone to bat for in a very wide societal cultural way Mm -hmm. is defamed i mean there's two questions here why do we do that and then there's this whole question of why is this why is the threat of being canceled or defamed so large and looming Hmm. has that always been a thing does it matter you know why do we expect what do we expect of anyone with any amount of celebrity and with that question i must take bathroom break oh my god Kristen is peeing. I never pee this much. I do have to pee right now. But I think it gives a sort of nice energy to the podcast. Where, like, there's a little bit of, like, it's about drive. It's about power. We stay having to pee and we devour. Um, anyway, I am thinking about these questions. But they're kind of hard questions to think about in the scope of things. And she just gets to leave to pee in the middle of my thinking. Yes. Tercera vez. Oh yeah. Wow. Blew in. Okay. <laughs> no. Starting at your obscure reference. That was a traumatic time in my life. Yeah. Um. It's like I really am peeing a lot, though. It's not just like a little trickle, trickle. Yeah, I can hear. <laughs> you can hear me peeing. Yes. Full throttle. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And that's Amore. Anyway, all right, so. So you've asked some big questions here. <laughs> yeah, we're not taking this lightly. Well, um, I don't know if I have answers to these questions. Okay, well, shut it down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, well, I think it's like, to speak of parasocial relationships broadly, it's like, you know, your brain doesn't like really know that this person is not your friend. <laughs> like, because. Hmm. When, like, you know, brains formed. If you saw someone... This is a science lesson. Well, I, I don't know if this is true, but this, this feels true to me, so that means it's true. <laughs> you know, it, it, in, like, the olden days, if you saw someone and heard them a bunch, it's because they were your friend or, like, you knew them personally. Hmm. But to have someone, like, on, like, the screen that you, like, see, see move and hear talk, 
your brain's still like, ah, my friend. <laughs> but it's hard to like have your brain internalize like, that's not my friend. <laughs> that's just someone that I like see. Talk- and like, yeah, your brain's filling in all these like gaps of what their personality must be. I also see this a lot on TikTok. Yes. Tangent time. Tangent like, time. People will see like a picture or a video on TikTok and they will like fill in so much of a story. They're like, oh, like you look so much happier now if there's like a contrast of pictures. Or yeah. it's like, or it's like, oh, like your boyfriend doesn't like you because <laughs> of like some pictures that they see. I'm like, you actually don't know anything. Hmm. You're just like filling in these gaps because that's like, you know, kind of part of what humans do, I guess, in a lot of ways. But it's like, yeah. you know, I could have a picture of me smiling <laughs> when I've been like, you know, very yeah. depressed and a picture of me frowning when I'm like doing great. And that's like all you see. Yeah. You're just filling in some gaps. Yeah. So I think like personality wise for like people that we used to see on the screen, it's like we're filling in a lot for them. Yeah. And we hope to fill in things that are, like, you know, generally positive because that's <sighs> nice to feel. Um, and when people are, like, let down, I don't think it's, like, bad to feel like you're, like, let down because you don't want people that you support to be bad. I think I mentioned this before mm-hmm. on the podcast. Um, but I think it's it's important to guard yourself against feeling, like, yeah, inordinate levels of disappointment or to feel, like, so attached to someone that you can't be realistic with what they're actually like. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. It's a real song. Yes. Wow. Don't take it for granted. Don't give it away. Guard your heart. <laughs> I don't know this one. It's Keith Green. Who? He has the same guy who's saying Desperation. Another favorite. <laughs> from when I was like four mm-hmm. um yeah I think hmm, you bring up good points mm-hmm. I do think it's also like I, I wanted to just connect that to the whole idea of like good versus bad human mm-hmm. there's one thing I could teach this baby I said that's a lie mm-hmm. as they say as somebody said the line of good and evil runs directly through the middle of every human heart. Wow. Listen up, baby. Well, I think this also goes into, like, yeah, the amount that, like, Kanye's mental health is playing into this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can we say, like, oh, like, he's mentally ill. Maybe this is, like, not his fault. And it's like, well, what line is, like, you know, explanation, not excuse. It's really hard Mm -hmm. to, like, and especially... Since, like, we're, like, yeah, we're the public, we shouldn't actually <laughs> have to speculate on this because it's, like, mm-hmm. not really our business, but it has been made our business, and, like, we, you know, are... Why has it been made our business? Well, he's put a lot of stuff out, and also, like, mm-hmm. I think it's, like, the natural curiosity of being a human is, <laughs> like, well, I want to know about this thing, even yeah. though it's, like... But I don't think that's on people, you know? What do you mean? It's just, like, what we talked about with fast fashion. Yeah, it's I, the purveyors of the information and the hyper uppers and like the, not even hyper uppers, but the people that are capitalizing on Kanye's. Yeah, and there is a lot of that as well. People like jumping into his Instagram comments and like promoting themselves by commenting a lot, mm-hmm. which is like you know very well, scuzzy. I mean, a lot of people benefit from him continuing to produce music too. Yeah. So and him headlining Coachella, you mm-hmm. know, or whatnot. So. Yeah. But I also wanted to say, like, um, I'm kind of like a a nosy, curious person myself. Oh, you? Yeah. I, li- I just want to know all the things. A little old you. Um, and 
for a long time, I felt like bad about that, like desire to know about people's lives. And I think it's like, I believe that now that you shouldn't feel bad about wanting to know as long as you don't have like an entitlement to information or like Hmm. if you're like bothering people, like trying to get information. If you just like are curious and want to know, that's like very normal and fine. (laughs) Just like don't make it someone else's problem that you want to know. Yeah. And don't use it against them. Right. Like, I'm going to say this. There was a TikTok I saw today about if BJ Novak is the father of Mindy Kaling's baby or both what? children. And people have been wondering this the whole time that she's had no children. Way. And, you know. No she's, one knows who the father is? No one knows. <gasps> um, I think she has said, like, you know, she'll, like, wait until her children are older to maybe mention it. She's very, like, yeah, private with her kids, never shows their faces, which is good. I think that's a, you know, good decision for her. Whoa, I didn't know about this. Yeah, well, that's just been, like, a theory because, like, they were involved, like, maybe uh, on and off, question mark. You know, he but, read a really nice book of short stories that I listened to on my trip to California. He wrote th- He wrote it? Yeah. Hmm. He is, yeah, a very multi-talented guy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, people wondered that, and this TikTok was like, I, <laughs> like, I would never, like, yeah, comment this on her, like, post or, like, you know, be, like, annoying to her about it, but I just, like, want to know so badly. And I think, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, maybe, like, also, like, yeah, personally speculating within, like, your, like, in-person social groups, not, like, maybe, like, tweeting about it, which I don't know if this is bad to say on, like, a podcast. We don't have a big viewership, so it's fine (laughs) in my eyes. Um, But, yeah, the curiosity, I think, is fine. Um, But there's, yeah, guards of, like, don't make people (laughs) feel bad about not telling you things and don't, like, yeah, push for information. Anyway... Yeah. We can bring about it a little bit. I'm wondering if we should be more curious about stuff in our actual lives that we have influence over. Hmm. But I'm also saying that because, I well, I'm saying I wonder because at the same time, people in our personal lives need their privacy too. We yeah. We need to be let off the hook. Yeah. You know, and it's hard to like control where your curiosity is going. Yeah. I think like, I don't know, you can like take an active interest in people in your life and, mm-hmm. you know, try to like make them priorities and like the stuff that they are interested in a priority but like yeah and like you know nosiness is kind of different if it's like someone that you know because <laughs> there's like different motivations the there and nosiness yeah i put the no and nosiness <laughs> actually i don't i never know anything but i, I want to know everything in high school i didn't know a single thing people would tell me really? like what are you talking about <laughs> i feel mm-hmm. like i was just not in on the loop yeah well in a way that's probably nice probably is good and like you know i would learn, like, enough things, and, like, I wasn't, like, no one told you anything. But, like, I was, I'm, like, why did everyone, like, know this, like, two months ago, and I didn't know it till now? <laughs> Not popular vibes. Just kidding. I mean, that's true, but it's fine. Um, I do wonder sometimes, it is funny how word spreads sometimes. Mm-hmm. Word. The rumor mill. <laughs> the rumor mill. I mean. The rumor weed. <laughs> I, uh, I do have to share at this juncture, my story, I won't keep names out of it, but where someone's mom misses somebody. I remember sitting in this senior lounge and just hearing that Mrs. Somebody had come in to the <laughs> come into the school to talk to the principal to tell them that someone on the yearbook committee had a vendetta against her daughter. <laughs> and then realizing that she meant me. <laughs> <laughs> Not the daughter, the person with the vendetta. The person. To clarify, it's Kristen. Yeah, I'm actually V for vendetta here. Yeah. I mean, in live. 
No, I was like the most, I was the most like just trying to figure out what's going on in high school. I was like, okay. Like, I was just trying to figure out what was going on. And then I made Dad. (laughs) You can come in. Boomer invasion. What kind of a setup is this? Listen. It was echoing too much. We had to put it on the wall. Yeah, you took the furniture out and then it's all echoey in here. And we have nowhere else to go. We have nowhere else to go. We're podcast refugees. <laughs> this room looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. It's so hot in here. I'm sweating so much. Okay. Sorry Bye-bye. about it. Bye. What are you up to? I'm just done with my work for tonight. And Yay. Good thing the internet's working for your work. <laughs> <laughs> I did cut it off for another second. Did you know that? I think so. When did you do that? Like eight ish? Yeah, an hour and a half ago or so. I think I was around for that. All I'll request is next this... time you send a warning. All right. I don't think I'm doing it anymore. I think. It's not. You gave, it you're giving it up as a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story is certainly dramatic. Boomer alert. It was a boomer alert. We have a boomer coming. And then he talks to us. That's the end of the song. Don't stop. Oh, right. <laughs> it got my snapping in there pretty late. Yeah. What were you um, talking about before, before the break? I don't remember. We could check the tape or not. You know what? I'm sure it was fine the way it is. Oh, it was about um, the vendetta in the yearbook. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I. Well, I was just trying to. I was just trying to figure out life, just like this baby. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to edit something in the yearbook. <laughs> I put in a placeholder quote, and let me just summarize by saying I paid the price. <laughs> <laughs> so always take out your placeholder quotes. Don't say you're going to do it later because you're freaking not. Right. Even if you leave it blank, it's better than having something that... It's better than having so-and-so's mom come in and complain to the principal. (laughs) And then you have to apologize with your yearbook teacher, even though you meant no no harm. You're just living your silly life. Speaking of in-school nosiness, (laughs) paired with in-school suspension... I, I once was in school suspended, which I would say was mostly unjust. Because she was bad to the bone. Yeah, I was you can really a terrible girl. brand yourself here. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. No one would believe that. Um, people would believe that I was suspended. But I was one time over a couple of periods. <laughs> but that was, ooh, it was a wonderfully juicy um, ooh. moment in time where Some we were. Linnea time and phrase. Yeah. Um, our school was putting on this musical. Set the stage. Set the stage. Okay. This musical is, I'll just say the name. It's called Sunshine on Leith, which is a Scottish jukebox musical featuring the music of the band The Proclaimers. If you know the song 500 Miles, I would walk 500 miles. It's all of their songs and only like maybe two of their songs are popular Yes, at all. One of them is 500 miles. <laughs> so our school was doing the first performance of this musical in the Western Hemisphere. Dun, dun, dun. And I wouldn't be shocked if it was the last performance in the Western Hemisphere. Because <laughs> this is not a good musical. I don't like a jukebox musical. Slam. I think they're like, 
they just like never like work for me because like it, there's so much like random integration of plot points based on music. P P B O M. All right. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, it just like doesn't come together in a way that I find to be compelling or cohesive almost uh-huh. every time. I don't like Mama Mia. I'm a hater. Mama Mia. I will She's say though. A hater. I'm a hater. I will say though that that is the perfect kind of girl movie. Even though I don't like it, it is. You know what I heard? What'd you hear? There are movies that are about gay people that are made for straight yeah. people. And there are movies that are made for straight people, okay people. You get what I'm saying. I heard yeah. it on TikTok. But Mamma Mia is a movie about straight people made for gay people, is the lore. Yeah. And I think you said this, but Love, Simon is a movie about gay people that's made for straight people. I actually said, oh. call me by your name. Oh, but I'd also I do say think the gay people like that one too. But they do. I was I don't gonna know. say well, not um, the blue. What's that blue movie? Uh, the blue, blue is the warmest yeah. color. I don't know what opinions about that one. You don't know anything about it. I don't know what people are saying. I feel like it was made for straight people. Back to my point, <laughs> my story. <laughs> okay. The musical had like some like mild sexual content, but also like M S C. Yeah. But also like a good amount of like drinking content so in my in-school suspension was next to the principal's office i was hearing the meeting that was had after the first performance about like how this musical was maybe questionable to be performing at our school our christian high school and how people like didn't want it to be performed anymore um and i was like this is gossip in a very pure form mm-hmm. we did do the other so you got to hear the gossip during your suspension yeah and i was like i should get pro. my suspension more often <laughs> I, like, wrote my bad poems and I listened to the gossip. Wow. Could be a worse day. I didn't get to eat lunch, though, because I didn't have enough time. Um, they didn't let you eat? Well, like, Time's I was going to go during my lunch period because I was like, it's yeah. lunchtime. I got to go. And then my principal was like, no, you can't leave. Then I didn't bring a lunch. I didn't want to, like, go after and, like, have to buy a lunch, like, with, like, elementary schoolers or, like, in shame by myself. So I was like, no, I'll just... I was also, yeah, embarrassed. So I was like, you no, I'll just starved. go. I didn't oh, starve. Sarah. But sometimes, you know, that, it was like... Weird situations, but did get some some tea about the musical. And yeah. it was <laughs> sad that there was controversy because it wasn't even worth the controversy because it was a very badly done musical <laughs> yeah. of a bad musical. Only, like, two people could do Scottish accents, but that was, like, a big part of the plot was doing a Scottish <laughs> accent. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, it was, like, you know, you needed it for the narrative, but people oh, could not do it. <laughs> oh, no. bummer. No, I hate to the actors... It's hard to do a Scottish accent. It is hard. And, like, to expect high schoolers to be able to do that... Yeah, absolutely. I think is a lot. And also to, like, make them do this <laughs> terrible musical that no one wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Oof. It was the only production that I wasn't in from, like, 7th grade to 12th grade. you were suspended the whole time? No. <laughs> only a couple of hours. I was only in one musical the whole time. Really? And you had a part. I did. Your mind. I, my, my mind? Yeah. That's just a phrase. Oh. Have you ever heard that? What does it mean? Well, it's like, usually when someone is like, says something like kind of smart, you're like, oh, your mind. Okay. But it's yeah. also like, you know, your power. Yeah. Well, I went for the tryouts. I don't know why. I can't remember what motivated me. But I went for the tryouts and they were like, oh, you're kind of funny. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you a man. <laughs> I was like, okay. I My eager has been, my e- my eager, my ego has been flattered. Yeah. So I'll do it mm-hmm. because I needed my ego to be, you know, boosted. Mm-hmm. But then come close to the playtime, I was like, I'm going to be a man in mm-hmm. front of all these 
people and these boys I have crushes on. This is embarrassing. But it was too late. But you did a great job. I think it was very fun. Thank you. People liked it. Well, that's true, actually. I did have someone ask me to prom that was on the stage crew. I asked a 10th grader and 11th grade. I did that. Yeah, and that's fine. But you want to be asked just for fun. You did get Yeah. Oh, prom. Oh, prom. Anyway, um, yeah, so. Speaking of theatrical people, I just wanted to do a quick introduction for Julia Fox. Ex-girlfriend of Kanye West. I'm already... Whoa. Go it, go for it. You, what do you mean? I don't know anything about this. You don't know... You don't know... The Nothing. Uncut Gems girl? I, I don't... I was confused. Yeah, exactly. Sarah, this is why we do this. Because I was like, who is this girl? And how is she everyone's muse? <laughs> so, um... That's Kanye's ex? Yeah, well, they dated for a month. This is shocking. But their relationship was exceedingly public like on their first date she wrote like a like an article for like variety or maybe l about she wrote an article about their first date yeah so she is Isn't like kind of cringe in ways yeah but she they i mean they're both just like kind of like weird people okay. and i think like i'll write an article after my first date ever too late i still have time <laughs> um anyway so she is like an artist kind of like a avant-garde kind of artist who's oh. on like some like odd projects i think she modeled and she was in the movie uncut gems she was the muse well <laughs> we're getting there um uh, i have like a couple notes about her but i didn't really go oh crazy Ugh. hi the way that i will click on my period tracker app if i'm trying to click on any other app <laughs> it happens every time so yeah they had a very public relationship which felt like Three to four months in my mind, but was about a month long, which yeah, is crazy to think most about. Most of my relationships. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, wow, sorry gosh. about that. Sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Just go on. Um, well, this is also in the weird space because, like, yeah, Kanye very much wants Kim Kardashian back, but was just, like, dating this other woman. Yeah. Um, we all do it. And I think a lot of the discourse about Julia Fox is, like, misogyny dominated or just, like, you know against her kind of for no reason like she doesn't really she hasn't done anything like so egregious yeah. and has been like yeah nothing but like respectful of kim <laughs> and yeah. it's just kind of like she's kind of like oh, just a weird girl but very theatrical as i mentioned yeah. um but i think before the breakup i believe she was on the call her daddy podcast <gasps> which you've heard of it but also like this interview um the only thing i've heard about it is the huge meme which is about Uncut oh Gems. yeah i saw we'll get that it, it was what's her face that was interviewing her okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um so Alex. like yeah so i kind of like <laughs> rely on the internet like if there's a highlight that i need to hear i'll hear it and i haven't heard anything else besides the uncut gem thing uh-huh. so i'm assuming not i'm listening to it the interview is not that exciting or there's not like any reveals that would be like shocking to anyone but the uncut gems meme did go yeah, uh-huh. crazy viral, because the interviewer asked her if she is Kanye's muse, and in her, like, little fun voice, she's like, yeah, well, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Gems, <laughs> and people have um, made, you know, video after video using this audio and yeah. <laughs> exaggerating the way that Uncut Gems is uh-huh. said. Um, Julia Fox said that she was stoned during the interview and has, oh. on a couple of occasions, like, laughed it off. She seems, like, cool about it, which I think yeah. is, you know, a good strategy to have. 
Um, I, you thought you saw a boomer? Yeah, they're always lurking. <laughs> I'm lurking and I'm stalking. Have you seen those videos? No. Can't get into that. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know how much like backlash she's like still getting or how much she like got overall, but it you know it all seems very unwarranted to me to like attack this woman who's just like mm-hmm. you know going on dates and like being kind of just like a weird kind of girl. <laughs> um, seems nice. But there's like a lot of like you know she's also in like the fashion world and has like dramatic very dark black eye makeup looks and kind of like oddly structured pieces and people are like she looks crazy she looks stupid i'm like this is like in the fashion world which like kanye is also a part of and also has had like yeah like odd avant-garde moments that wouldn't like make Mm -hmm. sense to like Mm -hmm. a normal viewer yeah so i hope that viewers like you viewers like you um so i hope that julia fox is able to (laughs) Settle into whatever niche that she wants to be in and not have too many bad repercussions from whatever is happening between her and Kanye. Um, but I, I don't know. I kind of want her to do like more fun things and just kind of like be a presence. I love when it's just like a, kind of like a presence in pop culture and they just like pop up every once in a while. Not to do like put bad the pop things. Pop in pop culture. Yeah, I want you to put the pop in pop culture immediately. Like I can't think of anyone who's really like done this recently. Well, we're doing it. Well, I don't know if we're doing that, but I hope so one day. There's someone who, like, every few years is like, oh, this person did this. Hi. <laughs> I mean, like, Paris Hilton is kind of in another echelon, but she does kind of, like, have a new thing every once in a while. And it's like, oh, hey. Hey, Paris. How are you doing? Um, but I think, yeah, Julia Fox is in, like, another sphere of this, of the quirky art girl. Well, I, know, I know essentially nothing about her, so now I know something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if this will be kind of like a one-hit wonder vibe where she, like, had her mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, like, moment. Like, you know, she was in the Uncut Gems, but I don't think anyone, like, latched onto her, yeah, yeah. you know, star power or mm. fame quality. But now it's, like, she's at, yeah, kind of the center of this, like, broader <laughs> issue with, like, 18 different broad conversations that could be had from it. And she's wow. just, like, doing a little meme and <laughs> wearing her little outfits. All right. And then... Yeah, it gets to, you know, kind of be removed from the situation <laughs> smoothly. Oh. Okay. Well, that's Amore. <laughs> Let's bring this in for a landing. Okay. I, uh, I'm i going to ask you a question, then you can ask me a question. It can be any question. Okay. But, you know, you can keep it light if you want to. Answer or question. Okay. Oh, wow. Pure fear in your eyes. Well... Being put on the spot. It's, it's good for your uh, quick thinking skills. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want... I don't have those. Yes, you do! No. Uh, I was going to say, what was your... Uh, what was your slowest moment of the day? Slowest? Either you interpret that as you will. Well, actually, what a day to ask this question. I, <laughs> I was driving over... <laughs> Today's been kind of a, a weird day for me. Okay. But after right. dark, I was driving over to CVS to buy some pads. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's like a nice, like warm-ish night. Yeah, Kind of damp. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to like, I don't really like driving with my windows down. And I didn't really do this today. But I was like, I'm just going to like crack the windows. You want to have put the, the windows down and cruise? <laughs> cruise. And yeah, turn the radio on and just kind of like listen to what is on because trying to listen to my Spotify today and it just wasn't hitting mm. me correctly, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm just going to like, kind of like, yeah, slowly meander through these roads, kind of twisty, kind of dark. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't drive at night enough. 
Yeah. I should maybe more, but I just like, you know, a lot of times I feel like, Who okay. says should? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm anti-should famously, but I would maybe like like to more and I yeah. think it is like sometimes like a bit of a novelty to like do mm. things and I, I uh, part of like my needing to do things that make me feel like a person Okay. Sometimes when you're, like, a student or you're, like, working, you kind of are, like, I go to work, I go home, I go to school, I go home. Yeah. But doing something that is just, like, it's just you doing something. Yeah. There's no, yeah. like, need to do that. Yeah. And it's different from what you usually do is part of it. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, a nighttime drive is sometimes that for me. Um, yeah, so that was, like, a nice slow moment of my day. Um, that sounds really nice. Yeah. Thanks for asking that question. I could just return the question to you and have you answer it. I mean, you could answer it. I could ask, ask you another question. What questions do you wish that people asked you more of? Oh! I wish people asked me how I like my tea. No. <laughs> you don't even like tea that much, do you? No, more coffee. You know, I had this a lot friend. More yeah, a lot more coffee. I had this friend, because in high school I was very tea only. Then mm-hmm. I almost made a direct switch over Hmm. to coffee but i had a friend once kind of write me an impromptu song it was like it was kind of like Kristen. i think it was like Kristen something coffee or tea what will it be this time it was very charming Mm -hmm. i'm pretty heartwarmed by that memory but anyway um i guess i wish people were to I don't know. It's that's such a that's a very good question. I almost wish people would ask me more about like some of the stuff I studied. Hmm. I just really do like engaging with it because it feels like progress made communally hmm. to kind of engage with those questions. But yeah, I think here's the thing that I I guess I see in myself, but I see in almost all other people. People love being asked for advice. Hmm. I think people really love to give advice because it's like you're living your whole life and you gain insights here and there. But I think it's like a nice thing to like apply yourself to actually. Hmm. And people are excited to have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Whereas even in your work or school life, you actually might not have the opportunity to be kind of personal in your, like it kind of brings, I don't know, extra weight to your experience of living but i don't know i don't i almost want to like think about that more mm-hmm. yeah did you have something else you wanted to say no i thought we were just oh. wrapping up i don't know yeah yeah and that's that's how you bring the plane for the landing yeah um bye and there i be ain't i pretty it's my city i'm the king of new york <laughs>